0: Hello and welcome to the very first Brown Bread podcast. My name is Natasha Steer, I'm a co-founder of the Brown Bread Collective and I'm joined here today with one of the fellow founders, Candy. Hello, hello. And um, the Brown Bread Collective is a group of individuals based in Kent who believe that open conversation about deaf, dying, and bereavement are beneficial to mental health. We bring a wide collection of experiences, including working for charities in healthcare settings like Candy, uh, community engagement, and run initiatives including a monthly deaf cafe, community arts projects, and so on to deliver our mission. We basically enjoy bringing people together for open conversation. About about deaf dying and bereavement, and sometimes we find that generally just happens and we accidentally have deaf cafes all over the place, I'd yeah. say. <laughs> Often people are like, What is a deaf cafe? and then you end up having one yeah, basically. Always. I'm so, like, This is
1: one, we're having one
0: right <laughs> and now. This is it, this is basically it. So, um, with with that in mind, we're we're doing our first podcast, recording our first podcast here from Dragon Co-working Chatham in Kent. It's a co-working community supporting local small businesses. Now, since we're in such a space and let's face it, unfortunately, work does take up a considerable amount of our life. We thought it'd be good to speak to one of the small businesses based here about their thoughts on businesses and therefore also how that can tie in with mortality, maybe regrets and also living life to the full. So I'd like to introduce here Molly Wright from Molly Moodle Media. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Uh,
2: would you like to explain a little bit about what you do? Yes. So I'm the founder of Molly Moodle Media. It's a social media marketing agency that manages the accounts of creative, digital, and independent businesses. So yeah, we manage social media for a living and loves it. Brilliant.
0: And uh, the reason this conversation came about is Molly has listened in to a few deaf cafes through, from her office. And Molly is well known in this little community as being quite a bubbly person, but also <laughs> very honest around mor- mortality and understanding um, that it should always be in your mind when you're, when you're making certain decisions in life. So I thought it would be really good to speak to her. Now, it's always good to have a bit of an outline for a podcast otherwise you can tend to waffle on. So I decided that a really good basis for this conversation, and I think it was really what inspired the conversation anyway, was an article that was in The Guardian back in 2012, and it was Top for Five Regrets of the Dying, and it was based on a book written by a lady called Bronnie Ware who had been working for several years in palliative care working um caring for patients in the last 12 weeks of their lives and she found that there were common common thoughts that came from yeah, people recurring ones. yeah recurring thoughts that came from people in those dying moments so to speak so you always get those kind of deathbed quotes are often completely misquoted anyway <laughs> i think it was like there's one for steve jobs that it yeah, goes no around, and apparently all we actually said was, oh, wow, and that was it, <laughs> and it was gone, and there's all these other ones that float around, so um, so we're going to go through these and, and break, break them down, so we're going to make sure that Bonnie Ware is c- certainly credited for the inspiration for this podcast, and then hopefully we can have some conversation around these points, so I'll explain what the top five regrets were, and then we'll break them down, so... Well the first one was I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends, and I wish I had let myself be happier. Hmm. As they say, there's a lot to unpack. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a lot to unpack. So, this first one i wish i'd had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me now i'd say all of us here have kind of made significant changes in our life maybe compared to our peers yes around where we put importance in our lives absolutely um uh, we were talking earlier about um how much work actually we do Mm. so uh, can do you on a four day week or yeah, so i
1: work part part-time in hours and part-time out of hours so i work um some unfriendly shifts when my children are asleep that means i have more time in the day to spend with my family and do community events like the death cafe mm. so um it has meant that a proper career path for me has had to be forfeited in order to just work simple hours in and around the children. So I've had to accept that there's financial implications for that. But we just elected to live a simpler mm. life for those things. Um, and it just, yeah, it means that my children have a more full home life for me, especially as I home educate my older older boy. So meaning that I have a whole day, a week... His dad does a lot of the homeschooling as well, but I do a whole day a week where it's just me and him, where I'm really engaged in his education and his development as a
0: person. So yeah, that's nice. Yeah, You've yeah. So that's what we've had to. You do. live your life around that. You see, around setup. that setup. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I could totally relate to that. The thing the thing is, is that you know, it's we're all born let's start off there Mm. we're all born and we're all born into different families and different environments and the thing is is that you might be born into a a really rich family and there's no expectations of you and you can do whatever you want be whoever you Mm. want to be because you've got no liability to you know you you don't need to do, like, earn money or anything like that. Yeah. Whereas you've got some families that think, you know, oh, fantastic, raise your children, you're really happy. But, you know, at some point, you if, if you're an unwealthy family, if you've been on the poorer side, you're ob- you're, you are you're want children to do really well and earn a lot of money and go yeah, to the safety city. in that. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I think that through parents own own feeling of or oh, you know their wants and needs of what they expected out of themselves or wanted for themselves they pushed so hard on children so you know for me my two older sisters my dad was like and unfortunately we grew up and we you know we always had a roof over our head and my mum and dad took us on holiday for a year I mean I don't know the ins and outs we might have been all right we might have not have been okay and actually when you talk to friends now you you hear about oh we went here when we were younger we were there but you could hear between the lines that actually maybe their family did struggle or maybe their family is well off but at the end of the day when you're a child you don't know the difference but I remember my dad saying to my two older sisters get a job in the city work in the city you know be a receptionist work your way up because there's money there whereas for me and my younger sister we I was not that way inclined and that pressures weren't actually on me and I think that's because my mom and dad got divorced at that time maybe that focus wasn't so heavily on me So I decided to start going to a career in media and then did it as a degree. And I did it because I enjoyed it. And, And, you know, I didn't have that pressure of, oh, you must. And actually, I think a lot of people find themselves short because they attract the money they... They want to live this lifestyle where they're, you know, fueled by money. And, and when you sit there deep down and you, you're, you're working in a job that you don't enjoy, you think, well, hang on a minute, have I made the right decisions? And then you're so far deep, you've invested so much time and energy, it's hard to break out. So you can totally sympathise with people where they say, I'm living the life but that was expected rather than the one that I enjoy.
0: I think yeah. as well, I think um, materialism obviously comes Mm. into that significantly as well and um oh capitalism ruins everything yeah exactly (laughs) i mean uh, where i work um a lot with people who were drug dealers (laughs) a lot of the time they often wanted to live up to a materialistic life that had been expected of them they want to support their family they want to get the, all their family the best things they can the best shoes and yes. the best clothes and all of this they want to be like good dads actually a lot of the time or good boyfriends that's what they but that's what they see as being good yes is to be the breadwinners and to bring in all this money and so they turn to dealing drugs because that pressure is on them to live that lifestyle. Absolutely. But they've ended up in prison. So, like, they don't get to actually spend that time with their family as a consequence. And and so there's that balance, isn't there, around we know we know materialism doesn't give us happiness. That's that's it. Yeah. That's
2: it. We know that. Um, I, I just worry that people don't have that salvation moment do you know what I mean? I've sat back and gone, oh, something's not right in myself. What's going on? And I'm an I'm an over analyser I love analyzing to the point where I, sh- I love to just stress myself out with it. But I'll look and I'll, I'll think about my life, about the people. And there are t- there are some people that I entertained and had as friends, and I thought, no, you're not, you're not nice. You're not a good person. But you know, you think, oh, I want to be, I want to, you know, don't want to be a horrible person. I keep people on. But until you realise, you know. Until you have that thought to yourself and that reflection, you don't know, and I think that's the fear with, the, with what that moment is at the end of your life because mm. that the reflection come too late. Yes, and actually, people don't have the time to sit back and go, "Hang on a minute, am I?" I'm going to talk to my core right now, the soul. Me the, and you go the, have a little chat. The,
0: the ego, isn't it? Yeah, as well. it's the ego. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's
2: have a little chat. Are you are, are you happy with what you've got? Are you happy in yourself, in your life? If you can envision it, if, it, if the dream, are you in it?
1: I always try to think of if there was a time machine of eighteen that 18 year old me could sit in and it pop to the future and I was the horrible future of uh, ghost of future to come. How what I feel about that so I think I'd be really impressed that I've got pink hair yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) you done it you done it it. the pink hair we always wanted but to make sure I'm living a life that I think past me would be proud of Mm.
0: Yeah,
2: as well. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, definitely. And, and actually, being, that's the thing being happy with the life you've got. You know, I talk to people and I go, I'd love to, you know, get moved to America. I'd love to go to, I'd love to do this and really over ambitious stuff. And that's amazing. If you want that in your gut, then do it. I love living in Rochester. Mm. I love what I do. Don't get me wrong. There are some times where, oh, money, great. And then sometimes I'm like, oh my God, where is the money? But it's this thing where, whatever is going on and wherever the choices that i've made and the decisions that i've made i'm actually happy with them and it's that reflection of thinking am i going to bed at night happy and if you're not you've got you've got to do the horrible dig deep and actually part of that process of thinking i'm going to discover my own unhappiness that's something people don't want to do that you know sometimes don't want to go go into that dark place but sometimes that dark place brings you the light, and you can actually figure out what what you actually want from this because i mean this is what we were talking about but this is all a holiday this life is a holiday and you know i remember when i was younger thinking oh okay we're all here for a reason and i've got to do my bit and i'm almost like a little soldier marching along to the beat of everyone else's drum and what you're meant to do and i thought i'm gonna we can do whatever we want we can be whoever we want to be and we can be as happy as we want to be so why do i feel like we've got these limitations Mm -hmm. it's outrageous when you think about it so i think that reflection of thinking okay as much as you know it's oh i'm going to move to australia and start a business and but you know that that sounds outrageous but what do you want what makes you happy when you envision it And then bring that to life because there's no time like the present. I think as well, I mean, me
0: me and Candy have both gone through significant relationships coming to an end. Oh, yes. And would have been faced with a choice of are we going to, like, carry on with this relationship no matter what yeah no matter how what the loss of it as well yeah and because and it's important yeah. to know
1: bereavement is more than when people die mm, yes it happens to you over and over in your life
0: mm. so um. yeah and when you're with that at that crossroads yes and you either do what everyone else wants you to do which is what it says here about the life others expect of me and this idea that i think as well you end like a serious relationship people especially if you've got kids like they expect you to be together still no matter what yeah (laughs) and so there's all, all of that and i remember i used to go and visit this elderly lady in my 20s and she had gone through a divorce when you know when divorce was even more so like yes. a, a, you know you just didn't do it you stayed together no matter what and um she just she was really independent and she got into an altercation with her husband basically and and just left and that was it it was over and i remember saying to her do you regret it and she was like nope straight away just no no not at all and and that meant a lot to me and she had made that as an informed decision she had obviously considered that over a long period of time Absolutely. about whether she was gonna do what everyone expected her to do and um, or she was gonna decide what was best for her and that i think that's really difficult yeah i think it's a really difficult thing that you have to do yeah, that's amazing that she was able to
1: do that for me when my marriage came to an end it was just as I'd had a baby, I found out about, well, yeah, don't need to go into details. But, um, so the difficulties came around when my newborn was two weeks old. But I, we still stayed together for another six weeks, So I just thought, we've got, we've just had another baby. We just had a baby. We're supposed to stay as husband and wife, even if... This is no, clearly not what, if it were even yeah. if miserable, yeah. Even if it's all my fault, sticking onto this relationship is clearly not a thing. But, yeah, six weeks and yeah, the end of it caused a total rejection of so many friend groups. Mm,
0: yeah, we've spoken about that a yes. way before
1: and about that. worse you than lose. losing the
0: husband,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: It's the, Whole entire tribes of friends just drop off.
2: Yeah, it's well, because it's like the couple set up. It didn't yeah, go they're with friends with they us were. as
1: friends. They were friends with us as um, husband and wife. They were not friends with us as single people.
2: Oh, God.
1: So if you break up, they've got to pick a side
0: oh my god and you just have to like and you think they won't and then they do yeah and you have to decide what is still gonna lead to the happier outcome and it's so hard to know but you you start you the gut instinct almost comes in i would say of like i think i know yeah yeah think i know it's gonna make me happier so yeah so i think that's that courage is worth fighting for and it's definitely worth it so the next one is i wish i hadn't worked so hard now um obviously i've got my own small business um but i i'm particularly interested in your point of view on the on this molly because you unlike myself haven't got like a very close family and i think that's where I was interested in your point of view because I feel like you've got a really good balance around wanting to run your own business, spending time with your family, and understanding that we're all going to die. Like you've you kind of get the whole package. So, yeah. yeah. So, how how do you balance this idea of like wanting to get to the end and think I'm glad I didn't work so hard,
2: but I'm glad I'd done what I wanted to do? Well, I just think that for me, the biggest joy in life and my biggest goal, no matter what, is eternal happiness it's outrageous it, but, but i think because i had from 15 up until being an adult 10 years of really really miserable years of just a horrible time and and one day i was just in the perfect environment that up- built for myself you know i got myself a degree i, I, I started up my own business i you know I, I was with tom who's incredible my family were all strong and we were really close i had a good group of friends and it all just come together and i was still trying to find the negative because that's what I was so used to having, that disappointment. Like, you know when your gut hurts of just pain and, you know, I had that for so long where just constantly disappointed, constantly heartbroken, you know, from both a relationship and family. Uh, and, and it was a void that I felt could never be filled. And then when it was filled, it was almost like this extreme discomfort of pure happiness, of just, oh, okay, well, and what my mind started to do was find Fault th- in anything mm. and everything so I'd find it in myself I'd find it in, in, in any element where I can put myself down I would, not, and this is the funniest thing, it was never about people, it was about myself you know, and I've said earlier where I thought to myself, God, my, my fiancé, amazing. And then this voice would click in and go, yeah, but you don't deserve him. Like, he's amazing, but, you, I mean, you're not. You know, you're, you, if anything, he, he's really active, he's really sporty, he's funny, he's good-looking, he's all of these things, but, like, he's been wasted on you. That was going through my mind. And one day, it, it, I, I realised that, it's a darkness and it's a, and, and it's not it's not a genuine thought. I don't really think that. It's actually a dark place that pulls me back and, and it's its own separate entity. Mm. And I thought, do you know what this is a choice. this isn't me this isn't this isn't my part of my soul. it is a choice that I'm making. And so it, and, and do you know when this epiphany moment happened? This year, people. This year, happened in December. It happened. December, Jan twenty twenty. I thought, do you know what? I've got this weird dark clock in my mind or dark thought in my mind that will make turn something positive into a negative mm. and I won't let myself be happy because I feel like I don't deserve to be happy. Why should you know there's so many people out in the world that are suffering and miserable and they've been given a really bad start and I've been given all this privilege. I was brought up in a fantastic family you know I've got an education I've got all of these amazing things got like bloody food on the table. Mm. I don't deserve it. I didn't you should bloody do enjoy it because people would love that. And rather than feeling guilty about it, you should sit back and bloody be happy about it. So that's what I, you know I do. And and actually, before I've always been a very positive person, and that's not changed. Mm. I've always enjoyed going to see family and friends. But it's that choice of I, I want to be happy. So for me. It, that's the long game. So long as I feel happy, I've achieved everything I wanted. Money, success, what people think of me, that's a bonus. You know, if I can make my family proud, if I can do. No, I'm not even there. Don't worry about the family. Make your bloody self proud. Do you know what I mean? People ain't proud. And you, ain't, you ain't there to make anyone else proud. You do it for yourself. You know, if I, I want to the best version of myself and actually part of that is knowing when to stop and when to pick it up and go see the kids and have a laugh with my family and i do it as much as i can because i want it i love it i think they're great yeah especially my nephew he calls me auntie momo <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he and he sometimes he just comes up to me and just gives me a hug whoa wowsy okay have a niece or nephew that hugs you randomly that that'll get you in the goat. <laughs> jesus christ not like, always you cheer you up oh my god well, that's okay oh,
1: that, that, oh, go on was just okay, about yeah. to say do I don't know if you know this, there's an internet meme
2: about a Momo terrible. Oh, you right? Okay. <laughs> Halloween this year, um, I didn't have a costume, and I thought, oh god, I've to got to dress up as like you know a witch or something. And my dad said, um, you do realise I've got you a costume. And what did you get me? The full Momo mask oh, no. with the black hair, oh, and I walked in as Auntie Momo, and they loved it.
1: But show the babies,
2: oh. Jesus Christ, that is
1: scary. I dressed up as I don't know as a horror. Game called Granny. So I just watch right. Granny for Granny. <laughs> it's very funny. anyway. Um, working so yeah, hard. Yeah, I wish I had not worked so
0: hard. Yeah.
1: I was saying this earlier. I feel like I need permission to rest. Hmm. So I do lots of things I love, but I don't actually find it very comfortable to stop. Because I think, oh no, there's washing to do. Oh no, this needs to be done. Dishwasher's not done. Is that hit meal healthy enough? Do I need to do some extra vegetables with that? Do I need, oh no, I've not done enough in the community right now. Um, for instance, I'm also a trustee with um, MRS Community Hub mm. and we haven't had a meeting in ages and that just weighs on me. And then I don't do enough with the NCT anymore. Anyway, it just, I just
0: feel like you need to keep. There's so much wrong in the world. You've got to fix it. And but that's because yeah. But also that's because there's like a limited amount of us that will actually <laughs> <laughs> do do things like that. That's the one <laughs> what makes it even more. So if you could spare the time, guys, help. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, that spare adds time to that doesn't spare it? time not you. Yeah, spare
1: time doesn't wholly exist for me. So. I
0: think I over Christmas I i'd had such such a busy year with work last year and i knew that the happiest i've been was when i was working less yeah and i had less didn't matter that i had less i was definitely much much more happy i had more walks and spent more time with people i cared about and i was like right okay so over christmas i was like right that's it shutting down and then i was like in the new year i want more of more of that actually and i'd rather say no to all these extra things and also i did get to the point where i was like unless i lived in a showroom, like in a show house there's always going to be stuff to do yes like always it never ends so i just thought
2: if it never ends then i might as well not worry about it as much that's exactly it isn't it i mean we're, we're waiting for that tick to the big life ticked box like, finally done. It all. Get this done. <laughs> Everything's this done, happened. the house is clean. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's never gonna happen. To again? Yeah. <laughs> I, I realise the way that I work is it, I work through my gut. So I can look at the dishwasher, I know it needs to be done. I'm not even gonna waste the energy pretending I'm gonna do it. Because I know <laughs> I'm not. I really want to. I can sit I can sit there and watch look at it for two hours and go, I've I'm still so not gotta do that. I just don't want to. But as soon as that moment comes and I and I I'm up for it it's done within a second and I just think oh I'm bored of the guilt I give myself I'd rather sit there and watch Judge Judy in peace for two straight hours watch four banging episodes and I'm going to and enjoy the peace and then you the mood yeah mm. and it is why ba- do we feel so guilty about that though oh, it's just, especially when we know that we could have the regret of I wish
0: I hadn't done it's expectations. so many dishes
2: that's what I mean it's expectations and you don't want to be seen as a certain person oh I don't want to be you know oh god I don't want to be the person that does this I don't want to be the person that does that Mm. who cares, come into my house, there might be a sticky lollipop on the floor, to be fair, I I haven't got children yet, but I'd imagine that I would be that person, I'd be like, listen, the kids are running riot, just enjoy the, enjoy the mayhem, because, Mm. and and, and that's the thing, is that I've got friends, we were talking about this earlier, who I, I love dearly, and we're so chalk and cheese, because I'm a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm not fussed and like, oh, don't worry, Check your shoes on the floor, don't worry about it, I'll do this. And I've got friends that, I had a friend once, this friend, we had a coaster and a cup of tea on it, a coaster with a glass of water on it. Do you know what she said? Sorry about the mess. I thought, nah. I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this. But, me and her get on so, so well, but I used to think, oh God, she go-? She come around the other day and I spritzed my house and I sprayed the shower. Because you were conscious Because I was it. conscious she's going to mm-hmm. judge me and then I think,
0: why? Why? Generally now, actually, because of that, and I know how much I worry about it. When I'm going over to somebody's house that I know probably also might struggle with anxiety, I just say, honestly, do not worry about it at all. Like honestly, do <laughs> just not it. worry about. I the think state it of depends how many
1: times they come over. I've got friends. actually a perfect example of this is Ed Jennings. If he ends up listening to this, <laughs> they'll be listening,
0: Ed. I tell him he's
1: got a mention and he has to listen halfway through, and then he'll be. <laughs> The first couple of times I started coming around properly for him record um, doing stuff with Steve at the political medway. I used to make sure everything was cleaned. And then he started turning up while I was cleaning. And now he just gets the house as it is. I thought you were going to say, does the, the cleaning
0: for you for a minute,
1: can't you? That's <laughs> <He> the <to laughs> next stage. That's the yeah, next, that's stage, the next stage up. <laughs> I've already got
2: him babysitting James every now and there again. There we go. Yeah. I just think when you're walking into a parent's house, there should just be this rule that clause, just goes yeah. and listen. Don't judge. They're <laughs> yeah. alive, aren't they? Don't <laughs> yeah, exactly. be happy with that.
1: Yeah. And they happy? No one's died. Yeah.
2: I'm so, not, don't question the blood-stained wallpaper.
1: It is fake blood.
0: Yeah. That's still left over semester. from Halloween yeah. in, in 2018.
1: <laughs> Definitely. That's true, yeah. by the way. If you come in my house.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so yeah free. i wish i'd had the courage to express my feelings mm, that's a big one isn't mm, it especially with family but oh
1: that doesn't end well does no. it because that could be a bigger regret no see so that's what i was about to say i have
2: expressed my feelings and regretted it mm. so well that's that's the problem that's the thing isn't it because i i found that with my family four girls would have an argument and i'd and it'll be over something. Ridiculous. You've got my top on. Well, I'll try, I need to borrow a top. I need to look nice. I'm going out for cinema. Where are you doing? And we would escalate. And actually, arguments, you know, this is what I believe arguments, but someone, by the time you're shouting, by the time you do, it's gone. If you can't verbalise it, if you can't talk about it, then, then it's too far gone. And if they're not being civil enough to understand it from your point of view or or, or try and be sympathetic because i'm i'm very sympathetic you know i have to take it on the chin all the time when georgie says to me you know my sister and she works with me no molly you've got to understand this is from my point of view you were in the wrong ear i've had to apologize i'm driving in a car i'm driving somewhere I'm going you should have done this done this, done that. and she'll go no get it right this is this is and you're you're being out of order you know, and i have to go I know, I'm sorry. And, <laughs> and it is the most painful down. thing. Mm. But actually, you've got to accept that in yourself of, I'm going to say I'm sorry, but people, you if people don't want to listen to you, you can't carry that burden. You can't have that. Well, this is the thing it says here. So you
1: want people to express their feelings to you as well? 100%. Yeah, but
2: actually, if but if they don't, ex- if, if someone's not willing to do that for me, then, uh, okay, mm. I understand. I'm not going to spend that much time with you. Family, friend, stranger, whatever it is, I'm not going to do that. Because I, I'm trying to be the best no, best version of myself Honest. for you mm. being real this is who I am mm. and if you're making me uncomfortable or we've not got a situation that you don't want to resolve then the situation can't be resolved I'm not going to f- spend hours of t- time and thinking trying to change your thoughts or make you come see my way around if you're not open to compromise if you don't want to listen I'm not going to shout I'm not going to have a go so you know See, you don't want to be a sort of thing.
1: That sounds yeah. stubborn, but does that make sense? It does, but it's totally opposite to me. I like living in pleasant lives. <laughs> 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 uh, <to> oh,
2: I couldn't bear I. it. I couldn't bear it. So, like, if someone, if, if, it, the, if someone's uncomfortable or anything like that, and there's there's something in the air that we haven't addressed, oh, I can't bear you it. You can tell, like, yeah. It's not if been a friend is upset with me or annoyed, or I'm uh, annoyed with her or anything like that, and I feel like she's done something out of order, oh, I can't. Yeah, you. Can't. I, I, I need. We need this peace. We need this right. I need. Well, a the load. thing
0: is, from that is it either goes one way or the other doesn't it? Yeah. Either then it's sorted out, you work it out or you find out who your friends are. Through that yeah, through, yeah. through yes. that process I would say through because I do think honesty is so important. There is I, I guess it depends on what environment that's in. Yeah. But there is, yeah, and it's and it's kind of how it's done. Okay, so I guess when I talk about honesty, I guess I mean around like mental health. Oh um, yes, absolutely. So being honest and saying I'm having a bad day actually, and like, yes. um, I'm really struggling, and those kind of conversations. But also there are times, yeah, when actually because you're anxious, you probably need to hold back because what you're saying <laughs> is not a reasonable yeah to say yeah yeah that's it. But this is about how. Um, this nurse had noticed that a lot of people were settling for a mediocre existence because they like, were never capable of saying what they wanted to say. And actually, obviously, you can develop illnesses through mm. holding back and becoming quite bitter, essentially, yeah. and have, holding resentment. I don't know whether... I yeah,
1: I was going to say that it absolutely would track with stress-causing rises in cortisol levels, which raises the... So so many illnesses are related to stress and, um, yeah, just those sorts of and they can make other diseases
2: so much worse. Do you know it's one of our biggest problems, and we've all got it. Brit being British, being yes, English, true. it is the biggest problem that we have because you know it, even to this day now this awkwardness of expressing true emotion. I've been sitting with friends and family before and think, you don't you lot don't see that I'm depressed. You don't see that I am. At my at like at my core, genuinely unhappy. And I've looked mm. in these rooms and I think you you don't even know me. Yeah. You don't know me, and I, and and it, you're 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 with friends and family, and I feel like a total stranger. Because how is no one looking at me going? Are you alright?
0: You okay today?
2: Yeah. yeah but. There's a face that you put on for their sake as much as yours. Because yep. that's the problem. These people really care about you. My family very caring, but we don't talk about mental health that but much. what about... the? Si- I, I think I, the situation I often find
0: myself in, though, is that I'm often surrounded by so many people that will often talk to me about their mental that's health. That's it. You're attracted I, I literally just don't know what to do with it. When I, so, I mean, I, I've now started like going to counselling yeah because that's the safest thing to do with it and in fact i have a friend who she works in mental health locally she's gone out of the area because if she she feels like if she's working in mental health and then anyone in the local area she, you know it's yeah, personal version of what she just feels that like. someone will think well how can she be working in mental health if she hasn't got herself we've all
2: like got things that we need to talk over it's so just yeah, get Cold tea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I've had a friend of mine and he is, well, he's still my friend. He is, we are so close. He's so easy to talk to. I go to infect everything family work problems you know and whenever i called him he'd pick up the phone and then one day he stopped it stopped picking up the phone then what and and you know what he he would tell me in ways you know every and, and i've got another friend and he does the exact same thing to the same boy and we realized that he is this this energy he's he's this type of person that wants to make you feel happy and all right and then he said to me i need and not connecting it to me but he said i need to start prioritizing myself i take i'm I'm really stressed out and i realized he stopped talking to me because i was one of the stresses because i would Ring him up and dump my emotions on him, my problems on him. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even think about it because i just so needed that affection and plastering. He was oh, your go-to. Yeah, and actually, you know, so it's it's hard because you forget to be the support as well. But that's so,
0: about having an honest conversation after that point and going, oh my goodness, like. I realise, you know, there's also that side
2: of it. Yeah, and that's exactly Mm. it. But, you know, I I was, I think, I I mean, elements of me still are, but I think I've got a lot better. So emotionally, I haven't got anybody else. So, and that's why counselling is absolutely Mm. amazing. It's always something that I've played with and gone, oh, do I, don't I? But... You know, for me, I am always the one in the friendship group or the family. I don't. I, I just want to have a laugh whilst we're together. Whilst we let's make a little giggle. And actually, any problems that I have will just fester. Yeah. And, my, and then, so when I've got this loophole person who's like, listen. I know you're a good laugh, I know that you're a happy person, I know that you're doing well, but I know you're really, really down at the same time. And that's okay to be both at the exact same time. Because if you're down, there's something wrong. If you're up, something's going well. You can be both at the exact same time. And that confusion, that emotional depth of confusion can actually make people bring up stuff that then you don't want to be later on. I could be really yeah. happy the next few weeks just from myself healing and getting on and then go, we're a little bit worried about Molly because she can go up and down. Well, hang on a minute. No, 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 it's not. Do you see what I mean? So it's actually... It's reasonable. Like, we have different experiences, don't yeah, we? And I different think, times in our life
0: or we might, you know, we could read something in the news one day and just be like, oh, that really mm, got me and not yet. really able to maybe even explain why or maybe we can and we want to talk about
1: that yes i just found out one of my favorite cartoonists is has taken up a position on something that is so opposite to me and i love their cartoons so much i was so depressed for a whole day (laughs) yeah because you're just like oh Oh, why why did you do that ben cameron thanks for letting me know <laughs> well, like, you're not man. a cartoonist.
0: I you so, you yeah, just no, yeah, know about Ben. Yeah, wait, what's this about Ben? <laughs> ben Ben Cameron is like a local illustrator, quite yeah. a lot of us. And know, you let me know yeah. about a fellow artist. Yeah. I feel bad. Oh. Sorry. Aww. That's fine. Guy. Honestly, you know, that's why I say like never meet your heroes either. It's kinda of like don't ever know what oh actually my gosh. I felt so the whole day. day. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. So yeah, uh, actually, this is quite in keeping with that. Really, I wish I uh, number four is I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Indeed, this is a oh, this is a difficult one because like, who do you then class as? You know what? Are you getting back in touch with somebody you went to school with, or you know what? How far are you? Yeah, old friends. friends is a bit of a, or, you know, or is this? They just in touch with my friends. But. I have
2: a friend that works in Chatham, and every time I go into Chatham, I literally see her, and I'm like, Oh we need to go for a meal. We need to meet up. Mm. We never do. But there's so, but she's such a lovely person. So it's funny. It's it is so hard. How is it? Why is it hard? We just knackered it all the time. That's the problem. Well, because we're trying to rest.
0: Yes. Because that's the thing. People say, oh, you're so busy. And I'll say, well, actually, I do have quite a good work-life balance. And they'll be like, oh, we really need to catch up. And I'll be like, it's not a personal, situ- like, thing. And it's not because I'm working loads. It's because, actually, it's either kind of work, resting, going out with hubby, like...
1: Also, just clashing schedules. Yeah. Mm. The, um, I have... There's an amazing person that I keep trying to meet up with, but there's just there's just no way either of us can work a schedule in with all of our mm. stuff going on. So yeah. we just have to keep pretending to make up plans. <laughs> yeah, that that's seems, a good
2: one. That seems to be out? our own friendship. It's like, well, I'm still your friend. I still really want to do it, but yeah. I'm also keeping in touch. Oh, it's difficult because
0: obviously there's the whole thing around social media, is I kind of say. It's not. Tactile, it's not face to face, and that what mm. what impacts our mental health. But a lot of young people say that, like I know people that have the bestest friends online, mm. and they will travel to meet them, like oh, yeah. once a year, once every couple of years, and they met them online, and they absolutely say they are their best friends, which is incredible, and something that maybe I wouldn't identify with so much, just being yes. that bit older. But um I think that does show that. I don't know. Sometimes we almost put too much pressure on maybe me. I don't know. I feel like there's sometimes a bit too much pressure on meeting up in person. And actually, you could have a phone call, just a text.
2: (laughs) Can I say this? It gets really expensive. That sounds really bad, but let's go. You know, let's go for a meal. Let's go get, get get a coffee. Let's go out. Let's go to the cinema let's go out for a night How out i like,
0: you said that oh my yeah. god it's so expensive I didn't, yeah and I didn't realize that that was an added strain yeah. until um a lady called Lisa Lisa Payne who does um a lot of a lot of different work within acting and so on she lives over in um Broadstairs she said that what she does is says to a friend do you want to meet up for a a coffee but she'll say let's fill up our flasks and go for a walk oh that's fabulous and i was just like that's that's brilliant because that's good for your own well-being yeah and then i so i've got a friend who works within like arts and mental health in in one of the um one of the prisons and i said to her should we go on a well-being walk and of course she got it because she's working in that area anyway she's like that sounds like a brilliant idea and we just went for a walk around um they call it horrid hill don't they around and mystery yes and um you know it was just you just we came back feeling lighter.
1: That's amazing. There's actually um, a new thing that's been set up in Somerset called um, Men and Dogs.
2: Oh, so a oh, mental health thing that. for men. Yeah. So just go for My eyes dog walks. What were you You know when you hear that you feel oh, that's so perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, is, yeah. that is bloody lovely. Just
0: because we like run like a run our own business doesn't mean we're like yeah, spend, spend, spend. No, like, the no. whole point is like sometimes being a bit more careful with your money and then that equals time. Oh, exactly. Doesn't it? Yes. So like the idea just always like i went to an event on saturday and there was loads of people that were there and i was just like i can't really just go and especially rochester high street oh yeah to go out for lunch afterwards because it finished at lunchtime and i was like if anyone i just so i just kept prepping i was like i've got loads of cauliflower cheese at home to eat so <laughs> i
2: wasn't like allowing that conversation <laughs> of going for lunch
0: afterwards
2: because i was you know. no it's no that's the thing because then everyone my problem is i've got friends who are see, they're like children and they want, okay, but I don't want salt and pepper on the plate, I want it to basically be chicken nugget and chips, and so they're really fussy, so we have to go to like main like high street chains to go to these restaurants but then before you know it, you, you know, a quick bite is 20, 30 quid yeah. and, but actually, uh, okay, this is a little bit, but, that's, that was my voice by the way, it sounded like they come from somewhere else <laughs> that was my phone that <laughs> was Molly, yeah. I was here to witness uh, one <laughs> and, uh, and actually, it's uh, do you ever get the sense that you're going going to a place, and you're going to a place because it is it's a bit more expensive and it's almost like you're, you're just sort of laying your yeah. cards on the table and you're like, oh yeah, why don't we go to, you know, uh, Oliver? no, not Oliver's, was what, like Elizabeth's for dinner yeah. and you think, Elizabeth's 56 <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> six. it's like, you know why don't we, and actually that is a big put off too, so it's not necessarily you don't like going mm. to see the friend Yeah, it's, it's the public persona of you know, but we can afford this, but I can afford that, I'm fortunate that, I, I mean I literally couldn't Give, care. I was gonna yeah, swear. you don't actually care, care, care about I'll where it your, is. Yeah. I'll make you a roast dinner and be proud of mm. it. I'm like, you come around my house, but actually I think that's social, you know, um, oh, you know, we've we've got money, we can we can afford this sort of thing. oh let's go to an all you can eat, but it's like thirty pounds head. and you think that sounds cheap, but <laughs> <laughs> no this is not payday January, stop inviting me to these things, no. <laughs> I now mean, I, I can sit there and pretend I'm not happy to spend that. I'm not. I'm bitter. I though.
0: guess that's the thing. We can reflect on what we would and wouldn't regret within friends. That. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do I yeah. sound really
2: mean and bitter? No.
0: <laughs> so I'm tight. I'm oh, so <laughs> tight
2: because the, but no, that's not. A that's how you thing. keep money in your pocket. But that's the thing. I'm going. You know. You. You. I think. This is the problem, right, is that I, I'm starting to get a little bit where I think I, I'm here because I want to see you. Yeah. And I'm spending this money because you want to be here. I could What I can do is I can do this at home. Mm, exactly. And that's 30, 60, 90, 100. It's not about money. That it's I've not about this money month. anymore. Yeah. yeah. This, this links back
1: to the, almost all of the other things, like the courage to live a life, to yourself, working mm. so hard, expressing your feelings. Yeah. It's about expectations of what... How you're supposed to be? How I you're supposed spend to appear? That, yeah. When it really could be in my house with the fake blood.
2: Yeah. 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 It's, it's fine. I just want to spend money on the things I actually want to do. Yeah. Not the things I feel pressured. Well, I that's have to the thing, do. isn't
0: it? Is that they say experiences anyway. So it's not the fact that you went for the meal. Isn't mm. that they had the time together? Yeah. That's absolutely. the part which is the memorable experience. Mm. So I mean, yeah. I mean, unfortunately travel costs money that's like one of those things and that is an experience and there are experiences which will cost money but it's still the experience which was the enjoyable thing out of 100%. that the time with the family or the friends Yeah. And
2: if they said to me what we're going to do is we're going to go up to the west end we're going to watch woman in black we're going to have a meal afterwards we're going to get a train up we'll get the fast train Two hundred quid down, we're going for that, and mm. drinks afterwards. Anything like that, oh, I love it. Mm. But I am a bit bit. I it, I would. I love doing things that we love to do, not the things we feel like we have to yes. do. Does that make? Oh, that's, that, 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 that is what honesty, I mean. Like you said. Yeah. So it's not particularly yeah. about. The, the, I, I just get bitter about spending money on things I don't want to do. Don't you want to do. This yeah. sounds so harsh. I literally had my friends and they were they, WhatsApping me, ringing me Molly, it's going to be amazing. You and Tom have got to come with us for the weekend over Christmas and it's going to be amazing. I mean, right, let's. Uh, <laughs> wind it, it back. Wind it, let's it let's back. Let's wind this back. you right. You've got a six-month-old baby. You've got a two-year-old baby. What's going to happen is Tom's going to go to the bar with the boys, have the drinks where I would like to be. I'm not going to be there. You're my mates. I'm watching Iggle, Biggle, Biggle (laughs) with you lot clapping at the the characters pretending I like it. I would rather be in cold hell. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Ice cold Antarctic hell. Because that I wouldn't enjoy. But you're that. not getting out of it what you would have gone if you've to centre park. percent And do you yeah. know what? It's such an easy trap. I could have so easily, for the sake yeah. of them and making them happy, gone. Yeah, of course. Where do mm. I sign up? Mm. Hell no. Yeah. Hell, hell, to the mm. no. I love. Just yous. to make them
0: happy. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I'm not. I love you to death. But I had to be straight. Away. Why are you not coming? Please. Mm. Give me some. I went. This is why I'm not coming, because we're not getting drunk, the boys are getting drunk. We're watching Eagle Biggle Biggle. I'm not I, I don't like Eagle Biggle Biggle. Gimme give, give me a few years when I pop out sprog and I think that everything it looks and does is the most amazing thing and then I can enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, you actually like you do, yeah. but I don't right now. And that and that is my big thing. I just think that I manoeuvre it around things that we both enjoy rather than just doing things yeah. that they enjoy or we feel like we should be doing. But no, just do what I want to do. Yeah. yeah does that make sense absolutely yeah mm. i mean that's a proper rant but i feel like i stand by it
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i think that's the thing i think it's about balancing that whole yeah thing around staying in touch staying in touch and then getting that swing on like working hard and then the money oh uh, yeah. it's just well, trying to balance yeah. all of that
2: whereas i know if i come around and i said right girls girls night fish and chips chicken and lamb chips yeah. all of that stuff best night ever yeah, it'll be yeah, so much more definitely. fun yeah so it creates a nice space doesn't yeah. it Yeah. Um, so the last one on here is I
0: wish I'd let myself be happier which also think then so. connects yeah with all of that um, I was saying uh, just as before the podcast started recording that
1: I, I was actually interested in the word let mm. because it's all about permission to me like, like permission to be happy and I think you have to link it to mental health in a way mm. even if you're living the best life ever you can be miserable but um as someone who oh my gosh i'm <laughs> losing it just permission I, I find myself having to give myself permission to stop and to actually look at what i have and
0: yeah as it says many did not realize until the end that happiness was a choice that you have yeah. to make yeah yeah but you have to make it it's something what do they say where it's like an active an
1: active yes.
2: decision
0: like
1: yeah and, and also it's not
2: a des- destination it's a way to be mm. so and, and it's actually quite when you when you realise that I think it's quite an overwhelming feeling because every decision that you've made up until that point, there's, there's a reason why you've made it. And so by choosing to be happy, there's clearly things that are, that are stopping you from being happy, whether it's yourself, whether it's other people, whether it's just, you know, how you think. So you've got obstacles to jump over. It's so interesting that, you said about choices because yeah. like lots of people make
1: choices through fear. Oh, I've got to take this job. I need the money. I've got mm. to do this. If you're suddenly making the choices, I'm choosing this one because it'll make me happier. That would suddenly make everything very different. Yeah, it?
0: why don't we say
2: that more? Mm. That's well. Yeah. It's funny with a lot of business owners actually because from my experience with starting up a business, I was twenty two and I was working in London and hated it. And and it was so funny because it went against everything that everyone has set me up. Like London, it's amazing. You go drinking every night. The people are amazing. And the the Instagram lifestyle. The the stories like if you didn't have a job after university in London, it was like it. it what wasn't are you even it. doing? Kind of, yeah, yeah and so I was in this lifestyle I was working in Shoreditch I used to brag to people yeah I work in Shoreditch I didn't understand why I was bragging but I just knew it was a good That's thing to brag about to do, yeah. exactly that and then I used to tell my friends oh yeah I've stayed to work after drinks and would have after work drinks and the reality was some of the some of the people I work there are still friends with now the best people I've ever met so funny so clever just lovely other people were the worst people I've ever met just Getting, would want to intimidate you would want to let you know that you were nothing but okay you are i am the manager you are the assistant get that through your head and i know toxic relationships actually funnily enough i don't mean to be a big broad you know generalization but my experience of working in london and marketing you've got some amazing positive really revolutionary fun side then you've got this really toxic like negative side where people are just trampling over each other to make themselves seem better and, and go higher and higher up stakes and that to- for me that toxic environment of just this people climbing and impressing and we were talking about things I just I didn't care about oh yeah I'd say like you know there's this amazing place to get lunch and if you tagged yourself on instagram at that place you were cool. Or if you wore this handbag, or if you looked like you were in Shoreditch with the big beards, you were cool. And it just went against everything naturally. I, I just hated it. So when I got, like, let, I, I can't say sacked, because I actually wasn't sacked. So I think it sounds funny, saying, well, I got sacked. But it's like, no, one of you didn't get sacked. When I got laid off, because the business actually crashed within a year. Right. When I got laid off, which, like, four of us girls did in, like, one day, um, I sat down in bed and I and thought, I can't do that again. I can't do the commute. I can't I can't deal with those people. What am i going to do and i just decided i'm just going to do marketing here and you know what the first two three years oh my it was so hard and people say oh in business you know it gets like it, there's hard parts no the first when you first set up to that first two three years are the hardest because you are the polar opposite to everyone that you're against everyone that i know has got a job Technically, you ain't even got a job. I mean, you might be only £250 a month for one client, but mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I run a business. You're, you're nothing. You're only no money. And so you haven't got a job. People are questioning every move you make because you're like, she's what is she doing? She's clearly doing something wrong. Tons of advice. Tons of advice. Tons of advice. Of advice and of advice on working what you be every doing. hour under the sun and, and, and challenging, you know, challenging every single thought you have. Like, is this the right decision? Am I doing the right thing? I've got no money. You know, I'm working every hour under the sun is this worth it for that eternal happiness you have to be so unhappy for so long to get that happiness and the, and the irony is but you
0: I I'd, I'd challenge that where you
2: have to you have
0: to be unhappy but I'd say that's in the expectation of what people think is happy you're unhappy maybe because you're like you're comparing yourself yes, to what everyone yes. else is like, oh they're yeah. so they seems so happy in their business exactly so you're not you're unhappy because you think you're meant to be I'd say yes
2: not probably yeah. in myself and probably yeah. happy but I'm unhappy with the situation yeah. I guess yeah no I will say that yeah. and and then after a while now I'm, I'm five years in I've got two team members I've got an office it's everything I always wanted and then you reflect and you think well was it worth it yeah. you go absolutely yeah. and those horrible times where I'm sitting yeah. there my friends are like oh let's book a holiday and I'm like I you can't, can't even own. book a meal yeah. you can't even book you know yeah. it's it's scary but now that actually that that. no fight, you don't want to book a meal <laughs> I'm still like, where are we going? Because I'm fussy. If we go ask yeah. Santa, I like it. If we're going to Pizza Express, I ain't going. Exactly. But that, but that yeah. choice to be happy, such a long time coming that um, choice, for me. Choice. That's
0: the thing, though. This is what you're saying. And that's what I, I, I want I to do. Let myself be happy because but, actually, through that process, you can yeah. decide. And
1: struggling with something that's yours must mm. be eternally and infinitely better yeah. than struggling. For somebody else's business, when yeah. they're not giving you the time of day.
2: Yeah, exactly, and but you don't realise it at the time. <laughs> I just knew I wanted to do this, yes. and in just it was just total blind faith that was leading me. Just what I saw myself doing, and the irony that oh, I—it makes me laugh because I remember thinking like two years ago, I'm sitting there going, "Oh my god, you know, this is rubbish. This is." awful you know it's such hard work and i'm and even if i'm earning money i'm investing elsewhere and it's just this constant struggle and i remember thinking to myself if i ever do if i am ever comfortable and i'm happy i'm just gonna laugh because i'll be sitting there so smug going oh yeah that it was great but i mean then i remember sitting in the chair honestly thinking you ain't happy this is really hard work you know don't don't give the impression that things happen overnight and don't give the impression that like i'm really wonderful and it was just i just decided one day that well, this was great and it's yeah
0: but yes that's what a lot of the auto- does that make
2: it? i don't think i'm wonderful well but no. I no,
0: do, no 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 my,
1: my dad helped set up a company um and it, <laughs> it he tells the most amazing stories about how he set up using this disused pizza kitchen and um just the most amazing, ridiculous, outrageous stories about how he set up this k- kitchen, but it's a multi-million pound company now. Oh, my god! Maybe we should have him on. You should. Oh, that'd be really yes, good. that'd be yeah. unreal. That'd be really good, yeah. it would be amazing.
0: Although he doesn't like talking about... Does he like talking about death? I'll have to find out. we'll find out. We'll find out. We will not tell him what the theme is and then just get him Come talking on. about business mm. and they would be like, so what? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah definitely. Um, and, and this says about how... A lot of people, they long to laugh properly and have silliness in their life again. And I think what's interesting is often... You do when you spend time with older people. Actually, they do start to be silly again. Absolutely. And like my granddad, he loves kids. He wasn't apparently he wasn't interested in like my my dad when he was little, or you know. But now he just loves children, and his face lights up when he sees a little one. And you just kind of like, well, who cares? You know, might as well be this, be silly, or and like think. I think as well, um, older people can actually think a lot more abstract again. as well they're kind of
1: like they lose all pretense as well
0: yeah the the need to impress or be seen
1: as whatever that's just gone by the wayside yeah Yeah.
0: so So. why not just be like okay I might as well well live like that now and, and that's why it's like i think you know when you, when you see children playing that's the whole thing around play i'm fascinated by that i went to um an exhibition at the welcome collection last last month i think and it's all about play and about how important it is for children and how as adults why do we stop playing playing with ideas experimenting yeah um i think though a simple the simplest one that most of us do will be, like, singing to yourself. Oh, yeah. And I think just playing, like, making up silly songs, I really enjoy about anything. So I. Yeah, and I think that's just, it's really healthy. Do you do it, Molly?
2: Um, I l- allow my friends and family, actually, to all watch an hour-long performance of me doing Beyonce. Um, recently, she released a formation tour about a year ago, and I don't know why, but I watch it, I remember it, and I try and perform it to the of You can the best of my it. My oh, You're absolutely. like the one-man... Well, that the one where she dresses in... In a yellow jumper? Yeah. Coachella, it's Beyoncé. Let's get it, and I'm like, there, going, done. And then, then if I think I'm doing a good job, which I know I'm a terrible dancer, but I will, like, not even just in front of my sisters, like their partners, their kids. I'm like, I look, they're so deep in your eyes, mama, every time. Because I, I, and and you know what, they find it, and I'm not doing I'm doing it because I find it really funny, and I find it like I know they love it. And I go, come in, you're it's crazy right now, and I'm going like this, and yeah, and no, I do it, oh, I love a good song.
1: She's mm. doing a very good impression of the dance moves. And you, it, you
2: know, hear some sort of rattling around. Yeah. That is mixed.
0: It is reenactment of Beyonce's just
2: dance Beyonce. Imagine Beyonce, but replace the oh, head okay. with a girl with, like, big nose, bad <laughs> eyebrows, thin lips, <laughs> and, like, a grown-out ombre bob <laughs> and just thinks that she's the sexiest girl in the world. Just envision that. That's
0: about there having fun. There we go. Yeah, that exactly. That is about
2: having fun. So. <laughs> right, we're going
0: to wrap it up. There. So that was, that was. Wow, there we go. I there that was a lot good? Going? It's it's really good. Yeah, really, <laughs> really, really, really good. So um, look out for more similar conversations on future podcasts with other people. Thank you ever so much, Molly, Molly, Molly Moodle, right? Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. And um, if you want to find out more about the Brown Bread Collective, then we do have a very, very active Facebook page, thanks to Candy, um, the Brown Bread uh, Collective. And we have got a website, which is Collective collective.wordpress.com because we are completely voluntary and at the moment we're not going to pay any money on hosting so get used to it it's great seo so might as well stick with it
1: <laughs> oh and before we go we have another death cafe on the 29th of january 6 to 8 at the um at here at dragon co-working at the st george hotel
0: yeah, Keep eye on. Future last last Wednesday of every month, so. and I
1: bring lots of cake, like oh, like
2: uh, too an, too an too. inordinate
0: amount of cake. Yes.
2: Oh, you! Oh, you bring the jo- the joy you bring to this office. <gasps> oh my! Thank you from all of us at Dragon Co working. Thank you so much, and thank you to Cook for donating me
0: the cakes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a good little community. So yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. <laughs>